I've got Anne-Marie. How are Hello. you? Hello. I'm good. Thank you Welcome to the much. podcast. We're just Thanks for having two me. More. Pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> How was your day? Uh, yeah, it was, it was good. Thank you. It was um, beautiful sunset starting I, with that. Yeah. Oh, spectacular. Hello. There's Hi Jo. There. Welcome. Yep. Hello. I've got Anne-Marie. We're still waiting for Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, she's a she very valid partner. She might be frazzled by the time it actually <laughs> comes together. Oh, dear. Hi, oh, she's here. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. I don't know it's what like Fairy Godmother. It kind of goes, bring. I'm here. <laughs> it's so lost or change. Yeah, here we all are. Now, I am so grateful that I have three of the most wonderful friends in the whole entire world on the podcast today. <laughs> oh, shut. <shucks. laughs> because today we're talking about friendship and I couldn't think of anyone better than to discuss this topic with than you three girls. So would you like to go ahead and introduce yourselves one by one? We could start with Olivia. We know you. Well, I'm Liv and I'm Jess's sister and she's my bestie. Oh. <laughs> um, what do you want me to say? No, 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 that's it. Jo, Can you say it? Cut me off. Right? Quick while you're ahead. <laughs> right. Uh, I, I was actually shocked when I got on and said I'm here. I didn't think we were quite recording. So <laughs> We've already tried three times. We're not starting again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right on to the next one. Joe. You've been um, you've been on here before, so you could just I have. I, have. I once spoke quite a bit about compost. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's funny, I've had some lovely text messages, just a lot of questions about compost and chickens, but I'm Joe. <laughs> and I um live not far from Jess. I think I don't know, how long have we known you guys for? Hmm. Well, I remember me. I remember the first time I laid eyes on you too, um, when you moved to Galston, and you were—I was little, so you must have been little. Yeah. Matt was five. Matt was only little. Yes, yeah, so like tw- twenty-six years ago, twenty-seven years ago. Yeah, wow, well, that's a long time. I still mm. as good as I did then, and that's about all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> Amory, your turn. Quiet. Hello. I'm, I'm struggling with the periodic snort that seems to be coming through the phone. <laughs> I thought it was, the I thought it was Joe guzzling a red wine. It could be. <laughs> Do it quietly. Uh, Use a straw. <laughs> it sounds like someone's slurping the bottom of the <laughs> barrel. Oh, why are you pointing at me? <laughs> oh, yeah, Bug, did you have to share my secret? <laughs> and no judgment here. I've got, a, I've got a wine in front of me for sure, for sure. <laughs> Good woman. Okay, uh, so who are you? Uh, I am Anne-Marie. I am a mum, a wife, a sister to Joe. That's yeah. your cue, Joe, to just kind of give me some give me some words <laughs> of affirmation. Positive feedback. Yeah, yeah. Note note how Liv kind of led it with Jess. Just some, just some feedback for you. 
Um, yeah, and I am I'm extremely blessed to have the three of you in my life in different capacities. But that's a bit about me. I've got three little boys and um yeah, life is good. Great. Life is great, yeah. All right, so today I, I, I'm becoming a bit of a Brené Brown uh, groupie, <laughs> but I, I'm reading a few of her books and this quote just sprung out at me and it's, you're imperfect and you're wide for struggle, but you are worthy of love and belonging. And I thought if we could all base our friendships and our relationships on that, I think we would have such time at friendships and and relationships um absolutely do you have i mean i'm gonna go i'm gonna break it down but i just thought what where do you how do you value friendship bug oh sorry we'll call you Anne marie oh i i go by many names that's fine yep (laughs) oh dear uh how do i yeah look i um I thought it was a really interesting quote. I, I loved it. I think that the words that jumped out for me was that wired for struggle because I think that, like, for me, I, I can sort of have this slightly sentimental understanding of friendship and that it's kind of when it goes well, it's, um, that's, when it's, that's when it's real and when it's authentic. But I think the older I get, the more I'm understanding that life is messy and that is when you need more than ever those those friendships, you know, and um, I, I, I loved, I love the quote and I love the honesty on it. And for me, what, what do I value in friendships? I think authenticity um, and, yeah. and yeah, just that feeling that you, you, you're in a struggle but you're not on your own, you know. Yeah. Perfect. And friendships mm-hmm. have seasons and, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Joe. Yeah, I like the quote. I thought, um, I you think, don't have to like it. <laughs> it's been a long day. No, I did. I really liked it. I thought, um, not dissimilar to what Bug was saying, but basically the idea that friendship, true friendship, is really allowing people to see your vulnerability mm-hmm. and to, um, yeah through that and I think if there's one thing I've learned in life through friendships that have been you know blossoming at times or ended at times or you know gone quiet or whatever is that if you allow yourself to be vulnerable to another person each of us has the responsibility to you know love those people with open arms but also to um, be true be honest and to put yourself before your friend and them before you and I, I say that in a funny sort of way because our dad Amory and my our dad has this funny saying and it's kind of not that popular with everyone but he says I'm not here to be popular I'm here to get you to heaven and um, it's not always you know the only route to take but I think true friendship lends itself to that as well yeah so, yeah Olivia how do you see friendship um well I must admit I didn't like say oh I love that quote that that part you're wide for struggle sort of annoyed me a bit <laughs> <laughs> um but you know thinking about it, it it made sense and um 
but I have to agree with both the girls, definitely authenticity and honesty and I'd have to say a give and take in a relationship. Mm. Um, mm. I, um, I know, well, look, when Jess said to me this morning, I was on my way to work and I got the text message about tonight recording. And I said, yes, definitely, but I'm on my way to work. I don't have time really to do a lot of research. And I was in class this afternoon with a group of senior students and um, when they're painting and stuff, I overhear a lot of conversations. And one of the girls just said, um, but you don't choose who you fall in love with. That was just all I heard. Hmm. And, And I actually have to stop myself sometimes for jumping in on all the conversations I hear. But it, it made me think about it. I thought, well, at first I was going to say, of course you choose who you fall in love with. But then I thought, no, because that, that falling in love is a feeling. And, and then I thought, was trying to relate it back to friendships. And I thought, well, do you choose who your friends are? Hmm. Or do you, you know, do you actively seek who your friends are? Or do you just become friends with them? Yeah. Mm. Now, I just thought it was an interesting thing to think about. Well, I think friendship, like, like you kind of have to look at it or pursue as if it is like dating, don't you think? Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, and when I you're younger, that... it's easy to make lots of friends, but they're not, I mean, you might have that one friend that you see through life, but they're not, you have to kind of intentionally make friends and choose friends and mm-hmm. uh, friends that you and want to, to yeah. be with. Yeah. Mm. But also like to, you know, like, like when you have a partner, a love partner, a husband. Liv, is that in addition to your husband, <laughs> the love partner? Do tell. What role do they play in your Keep life? Keep going. I've fallen in love with a boyfriend, but I'm trying to go a bit one step further. But <laughs> A mate. <laughs> oh, when we're talking of love, you've got to work on it for love to continue and to thrive and to blossom. You have to work on it. And I think that's what I'm getting at with friendship. Mm. It is friendships have to be give and take. You cannot. And I, I know like the four of us, and I'm not blowing our trumpet, but the four of us are all big givers. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's in our heart to help as many people as we can. But one thing that I tried to work on this year and I haven't succeeded very well is um, saying no sometimes too. Like, mm. like I think we have to be um, look after ourselves, be kind to ourselves and our families first mm. in order to give to other people, to, to give to friendships. Yeah. Mm. I think, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup and to, to make beautiful friendships and maintain beautiful friendships, we have to be happy in ourselves first. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. Um, you can't give what you don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I know for the four of us we do. Um but I think I'm too Liz, that some friendships are different to others. Like um mm. we've all got those friends where, you know, it isn't really a give and take relationship as much, but they kind of fill us up just with an hour of their company once mm, every yeah. six months or something. especially you know friends who I know who can be quite introverted or not necessarily one to come to like a big group get together or something like that Mm. I love having a variety of different friendships because I think um sometimes they're good for me even if I think you know what what 
what am I getting out of this? And then I sit down and realize, and I think, oh, actually, this is a lot of really good just one-on-one conversation, mm-hmm. and, you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But you're, you're right. You can, um, you know, you can give yourself um, to so many people, like, you know, the cashier, like a smile or you hold the lift open for an elderly person or whatever. You can give, and that is beautiful. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to look over my nose and I'm getting confused. <laughs> You're among friends. You're among friends. Don't worry. (laughs) I know, Jake. I wrote these notes ten minutes ago. Um, Um, Yeah. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Would you like me Um, to interject there? Yeah. Go while I read my notes. (laughs) But I think I think adult like women creating friends, we can easily let friendship slide. I think mm. you have to be quite because we're so busy. There's always work and there's activity, you know, school life and mm. just home life and and yourself filling yourself up that we can so easily just let friendship slide and mm. that can be to our detriment. Mm. And I think that heads into a really interesting space around kind of that sense of self reliance mm. because yes. I think if you analyze a friendship from what do I give and what do I get back. It's a fairly transactional mm, lens, yeah, yeah, and a transactional lens. And I think that, you know, some, sometimes it's kind of hidden from us what we get or what we don't get or, or, or actually, you know, there's, there's something else at play there. But I think that um, to your point, yeah, we can, we can uh, I think that we need friends. I, yeah. I, if I could modify Brené Brown's quote, I'd say we're wired for struggle but we're also wired for community. We're wired for oh, each yeah. other. And I think that we can only fulfil that wiring or that design, you know, in the company of others. Yeah. But we are, Mm. as she says, we're worthy of love and belonging. There's that. We are worthy because I think people think if if I'm vulnerable, if they see me as I really am, they won't want to be my friend. Mm. Yeah. When mm. we're all as messy as each other. And the the true friendships are those where you can let people into the mess hmm. and and that sense of and trust that they still will still love you well and this is who i am so yeah. if you don't love this you don't love me you yeah. lo- you love a false projection of me or or what you would like me to be but 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 not actually who i am hmm. mm. um i've seen i've seen it in older women um particular women that i uh, i've observed and they love their husbands, their husbands are everything. And, yes, all four of us have great husbands and they're amazing, but they're not going to fill the place of your girlfriends. Mm. And I think it kind of takes the pressure off them. Do you, do you like, we, we put so much, if, if we only just had our husband as our best friend, um, there is so much pressure mm. on that relationship and, and they there's not that they they don't they're not the feminine they don't have that feminine heart. <laughs> Someone's laughing. Um, <laughs> you're probably all laughing. No, no, not laughing. No. Like sometimes you know I mean? I'll be in the middle of like quite an emotional, amazing. But this is what I'm getting at. Yes. And Joy will just say, "Do you want to stop now and watch a black soldier play?" Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. That's what I'm Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll just wait till I see Jess and Bug. <laughs> There's and only so much that you can. Mm. Yeah. Tell them. Well, and I think also yeah. they, 
like Olivia, did you get back to the girl at the check? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let Bug talk. Oh well, I, no, was that was Joe. Just going to make the point that um, oh, Joe. Uh, never mind. It, they're totally um, different. Like what? You are would... you all there? Yeah, yeah. I think I've. You there? <laughs> no, we're all here. Don't okay. Um, I wanted to say that there are um, eight ways to cultivate intentional friendships, and one is to. Pursue... I can hear you now. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. One is to pursue uh, the friendship. So pick up. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Can you Oh, hi, I'm here. Hi. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened then. Not your problem. <laughs> I think maybe my earphones died. It was a very yeah. sudden, very sudden well, into a conversation on friendship. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to test you all. It was a test. <laughs> I was going to send a text saying this will all be good for our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, it'll be interesting to see how we uh, responded to that. <laughs> when, it, when we Glitch. play it back, <laughs> I poured another glass of wine. Perfect. <laughs> I read over my notes. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the supermarket, Livy. Yeah, no friend. Oh, crazy! No, so I wanted to say that there were eight ways that we could cultivate intentional friendships because I think everybody wants good, solid friendships. I think everyone desires good, solid friendships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. And the first one was to pursue the friendship. So d- don't be in, feel like you're entitled to them making the connection. Like go out and give them a call or um, send them a quick text message. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, people expect someone else to make the first move, mm. like in any relationship. Mm. Um, do you have anything to say on that? Yeah, 100%. It's, it's a, you know... You're not going to have a friendship if you don't pursue it. <laughs> yeah, you've tried it. But that, you have to be intentional with any friendship, with any relationship. Yeah. 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 And you have to take a risk. Sometimes yeah. that's where yeah. the vulnerability starts when, you, when yeah. you put yourself out there. Yeah. Uh, the next one was to hear and not just to listen because we listen to all sorts of things, but be active listeners, mm-hmm. understand where they're coming from. Because um, I know, I mean, I know, I I struggle with this a lot. My kids are constantly talking to me, mm. but am I really hearing what they're saying? I mean, the same could be said for friendships. 
And what a beautiful, what a beautiful, like you can really tell when someone is a great listener. Yeah. Like mm. it's such such a blessing. I mean, my my mother in law um, can't speak and um, struggles to communicate, but she's always had this incredible gift of listening. Mm. And and you could talk to her for a few hours, and she might only say five words. Yeah, you know. Mm. But she is so present and just giving involved. The gift, yeah, and giving the gift of listening. You know, it's so mm. easy to. Mm interject with our own opinion really early on and you know but but I think it's such a, a wonderful um grace to to mm. listen well and to hold back on kind of downloading our own perspective you know yeah yeah I wonder bug one day I know your mother-in-law's sick but I wonder when you get to heaven both of you one day and she says gee bug I wish you did less talk <laughs> <laughs> I was trying. <laughs> what I was trying to say. <laughs> oh, I can't. I can't. I cannot wait to to be in heaven with Judy. She's a saint, and yeah. she said to me today. She looked at me and she said, I, "I." Well, she didn't say it. She pointed to these letters, and she just staring at me. She said, "I, I long for heaven," and oh, I. I just loved. Her. I loved that that her eyes are already yeah. fixed, fixed on that. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, how beautiful! Yeah, yeah. she's amazing. Yeah, living saint, really, absolutely. Yeah. And the the next one, the mm. number three was reliable, um, and we all like being. Re- <laughs> <laughs> you were reliable for me today, Pet. <laughs> True French. <laughs> no, Keep I going. Want, no, because what I wanted to say was. Um, we know that our friends will be there in the tragedies. You know, we know that they've got our back, but are they there in the mm-hmm. small things that matter as well? Mm. Yeah. yeah. I think that, that means a lot to, yeah. yeah. It says a lot about a friendship. Do you mm-hmm. Well, this, this goes back to what I was trying to remember to say before. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I found with myself that I am a people's person and I hate being on my own. So, and I thrive on the energy of others. So I was, I sort of had like a million friends. <laughs> like I'd have rugby mum friends and I have dance mum and then I have friends at my daughter's school and friends at my son's school and friends at work, you know, like, and then I just thought I was trying to like pursue all these friendships or, you know, like ask every single one of them for a coffee. And, and I kept thinking, I can't do this. I cannot like maintain all these friendships. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, I don't know if you remember, but you sent me a podcast or a, a piece of writing or something called Fountains of Carrots. Yeah, no, that's a podcast. Yeah. It's a podcast. And it had something about a Dunbar number, which is yeah. the ideal number of friends you should have. Well, that, and, it's the amount that you can only mentally and emotionally deal with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was 150 and that included like say you have like one girlfriend, like you, for instance, Jess. Mm. It's you plus your six kids plus your husband. Mm-hmm. So you equates to eight friends out of that 150. So it doesn't you leave know, you with leaves, many. <laughs> it leaves you. Yeah. Yeah, 150 like is an awful lot. It I sounds a lot. about nine. <laughs> it sounds a lot, but I did the exercise. I heard that podcast and yeah. I did the exercise to list them and family and neighbours wow. yes. and, yeah. and my parish and... priest. I was already close to 150. and I. Well, it's not fair. We're one of ten siblings. <laughs> Surely we get a little bit of extra. <laughs> There's some dis- but... discretion in there. you know being reliable you can't be a true good friend to thousands you know what I mean 
you have to have that inner sanctum of friends. They have to be a bit tighter. You've yeah. got to be able to oh. drop everything and run to them if they need you. Yeah, absolutely. So, and like I would have the opposite reaction to you, Liv. You're obviously an extrovert and yeah. I get into trouble for the complete opposite reason, which is I could happily go through a week and having just seen, well, maybe you guys hmm. and Steve. Yeah. And, and so there's people inevitably in your life who feel that sense of um, – rejection you know and it's a it's a wrestle it's a wrestle finding that balance between yeah your heart which is to be available and to care for people and seek people out and likewise you benefit because you obviously get energy from that Mm. um but also protecting yourself and and yeah you've only got so much capacity yeah yeah Yeah. that was a real real wake up moment this podcast Mm. i'll put it in the show notes Mm. (laughs) It's a good one. Yeah. Um, the other thing, number four, was humour. Um, yeah. Top of my list. Yeah. So important. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, authentic friendship needs those serious and hard conversations, but it also needs the fun and the carefree yeah. and the, just to let your hair down. Agree? The lightness. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, you let your gut yeah. down, don't you? You know, and they, you can't do that with many people. Mm. And we, we all we all know that super intense kind, you know, that, that mm. sort of every time you kind of know you're going to be in their company and, and even like I include myself in that, you know, it's just this intensity about it which brings a heaviness and mm. sometimes you just need to chill. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You know you've got true friends when one minute you're killing yourselves laughing and running off to the toilet. Or, 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 or oh God. for the packet of tennis. Or, um, Just sounds like going to the cinema with you, Jess. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> and then the next minute you're in this really deep, you know. Um, Chat. Yeah, mm. conversation. And you can go from one to the other and you, you know that you've got good people around you or, or, or keepers. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was the other? Yeah. So the, the number five is vulnerability, which, you know, vulnerability yeah. sounds like truth and feels like courage, but truth and courage aren't always comfortable, but you know that it's never weakness. And I think yeah. to, to be really vulnerable is not being weak. It's, it's being truthful and authentic. And I think. Mm. Courageous. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And it, and it allows the other to be vulnerable as well and, and free. Mm. Yeah. I feel like that's something that I'm just starting to get my head around, that idea of um, because I think as well, particularly as women in this day and age, mm. we constantly hear these messages that we are strong, we are talented, we are capable, we are brave. We can do all it all. All of these things, yeah. you can do it all. Um, you never hear people say we need to be vulnerable. You know, and I, I think that part of that whole feminine genius is rediscovering that women have a sensitivity and a vulnerability which is really powerful, mm. but it requires a weakness. It requires, you know, not self-reliance and yet we live in a culture that says you alone have it all, you, you're enough, you know, and, mm. in, and not in a positive way <clears throat> you're enough. It's kind of like everything's there for you, you to c- conquer. Yeah, you can do it all. Don't. Yeah. And speaking and you're of right, there is this culture of we we do have enough and all of that, but there's also a lot of negativity, like you know, like in our own thoughts, thinking we're not good enough, mm. we're, we're 
I'm not confident enough to say this or I'm not bright enough to give that talk or I'm not thin enough to wear that. And those sort of doubting our self-worth mm. come off in our, um, like in, in our energy, in our emotions towards others. Like I really think if, if we have a positive inner self, a positive self-love, that we can um, be kinder and be better friends to others. Like if you, you know, like if you introduce yourself to someone and you've got your head down and you're, you know, you're all shy and embarrassed or, you know, and lack that confidence, people, people will put up their guard as well. But if you go to them and you're cheerful and open and honest and, mm. and vulnerable in a sense, um, people are more willing to reciprocate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's one person I know in particular who is so embracing and encouraging with every single person in the room Mm -hmm. and is obviously quite the extrovert. But the lovely thing that she does is she makes people immediately feel warm and feel loved Mm -hmm. and feel um, welcome in her life. And I think I was having a chat with her last week and just saying, you know, You've got such a great gift. And she said, oh, this is just who I am. And I said, well, good on you for using it for a good. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. she said, I've got so many beautiful friendships as a result. And some of them are from people who have said, you know, I've never really felt confident to hug a person or I've never really felt confident in a room full of other women, Mm -hmm. um, but you just opened your heart. And I kind of fell in and I thought, oh, that's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that kind of leads me on to the next one, which is encouraging your friends, yeah. championing them on, um, being that mm. person that is all, as you said, your friend that was encouraging them. Yeah. I mean, mm. it means a lot to get a good, a positive word from somebody and just yep. to celebrate their wins and their, you know, their joys, but also to mourn their losses, be there for them. Mm. Have you experienced anyone <clears throat> encouraging you along the journey? Um, I'll throw that to you, Olivia. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, all right. Um, yeah, I just I actually someone at work the other day, I was having a pretty bad week <clears throat> with a few students with mental health issues more than anything. And I, and I take it home because that affects me deeply, like thinking how mm. um, down these children are. And the teacher came up to me. She said, are you all right? She said, I know, you know, I know you're dealing with a lot at work at the moment. Are you okay about it? And that meant a lot, like just that, mm. you know, it wasn't, wasn't my issues that I was dealing with. It was children's. But mm. just that she recognised that, you know, it was affecting me as well. That, so I don't think it... It doesn't take much to encourage no, someone it doesn't. to show your support. Like just a, no, but it's, it, don't you think it's really interesting when you meet someone who is a real encourager, mm. I, they so stand out because I feel, I feel yeah. like our, our default position in life is, particularly Jess, when you were describing women before we get busy, we get all these things, there's this real kind of pragmatic um, get on with it attitude I find mm-hmm. and 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 it sort of passes off as being capable but when you meet someone who who actively encourages and sort of speaks words of affirmation mm-hmm. it's almost like a shock it's kind of like are they being phony are they kind of playing yeah. me but yeah. but you know we've we have um we've come across a guy who's become a good friend of of my husband's and he really has that gift of encouraging yeah. and yeah. it's infectious it's, yeah. it's it's you know there is such a perennial 
shortage of encouragement I think yeah even among good like-minded women or in the workplace or everything it's it's almost seen as over the topness yeah. or something but gosh that, when you it's mm. so easy to, to to cut someone down yeah or, or mm-hmm. cut exactly like to cut them down or to sort of say well you know get on with it you'll be right mm. um but to mm. actually positively acknowledge when someone does something really great in an in an authentic way i mm. think is hugely powerful um yeah. and I, I used to feel really awkward like <clears throat> one of my dearest friends you girls all know beck she would do that and she would mm. do it really well. And for years I felt really awkward yeah. when she'd do it. And mm. and I realised that it wasn't her being um, over the top. It was actually me not just receiving that mm. yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and just sitting with it and saying, actually, <clears throat> you know, thanks. Yeah. Mm. And that, that takes courage too to actually accept yeah. Yeah. encouragement. I do. I do. Oh, yeah, I mm. totally agree. I think that's right. Mm. Um, and with that, I think, yep. sorry, just, just to no, finish off, I think a really lovely part of some friendships lies in simplicity. You know, it doesn't always have to be a monumental sort of um, conversation or a, a big night out together or anything. Um, we've all got those friends who, well, I hope you do, um, <laughs> turn up at our house and you know, I'm thinking of one person in particular and quite regularly I'll come home and they've just left a bowl of hummus, homemade hummus, on my bench. Mm, yeah. And mm. and not a text message or a word or anything, but later on when I'll say, you know, thanks so much, that was amazing, and they'll just be like, oh, I really know that you had a busy week mm. on this week. Um, yeah. And it's those little intentional um, mm. yeah. actions that speak volumes, yeah, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the next one is service. Um, oh, stop it. I keep jumping the gun. I know. I tell you what. <laughs> Have you had these show notes today? <laughs> no, I haven't even written them up yet. <laughs> no, Jo's had the show notes. <laughs> yeah. She wrote them. No. Oh, stop it. I did not. <laughs> I'm just very in touch. Yeah, that's it. She's just a very good friend. Um, but to serve our friends, and we've all got gifts and talents, and to use those talents to serve our friends. So I know, but Bug, you're an amazing cook. And the other day, um, you, I came home. I had a shocking morning. Came home, and there on my bench was a piece of cake from you, and it was heaven sent. <laughs> any time, any time, buddy. Where was mine? <laughs> I ate it. Where was mine? Maybe there were two. You wait till next week. Yours is coming. (laughs) That's using your talents to serve me and it's just so beautiful. And, you know, Joe, you and your helping me plant flipping carrots that I put too many seeds in the one spot. I made that mistake too. It's deadly. Didn't Joe come and... um, didn't Joe come to your house one day to get an egg out of a chook's bottom? That was one day. Now that's service. No, she cut their claw, their their wings. Uh, Bella, I paid my daughter to to remove the egg found egg. Thanks very much. <laughs> I mean, if there's anyone out there needing a friend with my sort of skill base. <laughs> Shout, shout I don't out. cook much. <laughs> they can cut claws. <laughs> and wings. <laughs> oh, 
not on offer. One can can cut claws. I can paint. I don't know what I can can do much. Jess can write. (laughs) (laughs) And the last thing, now it's getting serious, (laughs) is prayer. Oh gosh, how can we go straight to prayer after that? Yeah, especially with my show notes. Thanks, Olivia. <laughs> I we had something better to offer. I could teach hair, hair braiding. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. Um, All right. Prayer. So prayer. the best way to be an intentional friend is to pray for them. Mm. How do you How do you feel about that, Joe? I think that that's a fabulous thing to finish with. Um, I have a friendship and I still consider it a friendship even though I haven't actually spoken to the person in about 12 years. But I, we kind of parted ways and agreed to disagree on something. But I, I kind of gave this person a hug this day and I said, I will pray for you every single day. And... I'm proud to say that I pretty much have, except for like three days when I forgot. Um, But, you know, the funny thing is this, that through all of life and the ups and downs and the comings and goings and whatever's gone on in their life and mine, I truly still feel as though there's um, a friendship there which will kind of maybe play out a bit more in heaven or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately we're given prayer to fortify those friendships mm-hmm. that we have now, yep. but also to keep us, um, to keep a flame alive in friendships that earthly-wise might not be happening for yeah. whatever reason. Well, that's it. Mm-hmm. I just pray for your friends and and to maintain those, like, to keep those friendships that you have strong, yeah, but also for mm. ones that have fallen away through no mm. some th- through you know big bust ups or or disagreements, yeah. <laughs> you know disagreements, <laughs> but others have just kind Fist of cups. <laughs> yeah. Other so, sometimes just... you have people in your life for a season, yeah. and then you kind of drift apart, and there's no kind of acrimony. It's That's just... right. Yeah. Um, mm. And some because of the messiness of life, and they don't feel comfortable or like to kind of just pray for that and to yeah. try and bring that friendship back when it's ready when that when the time is yeah, ready that's all right mm. yeah and I'm and I think sorry about that. oh no it's to stay and I think in the in the meantime it you know it, it's like you may not be in, in contact with that person but just the fact that you're praying for them and that brings you into communion with our Lord, gosh, what a benefit to you, you know. Like, exactly. That friendship right. is still giving you I feel as though that daily prayer is a great gift. And I just it's think, oh, well, gift. yeah, it, it's a, you know, a friendship with grace and, yeah, it's lovely. Mm. I'm impressed, Joe. 12 years. Like I reckon for a long time the first thing I would ever say when I went to confession is, I tell my friends I'm going to pray for them and then I forget. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never <laughs> confessed that. Oh, gosh, you're good, Liv. But my prayers sometimes, Liv, might be like this. Dear God, I pray for la, la, la <laughs> as I'm getting out of the shower. But I have to say, and I think it's, I'm one of those people in life who usually does not follow through. 
you know I buy the bike I never ride it I <laughs> I get the cookbooks I, I end up clipping chicken nails but um but this is one thing that I feel as though I don't it's probably not me either right it's probably the holy spirit flicking me behind the ears saying you need this so keep it up I don't know Hmm. that's beautiful I've got to write it in my phone now all the people I pray for so I remember Mm. (laughs) I've got a list yeah but I actually did read something um and they said to the best way for an intentional friend to remember to pray is to text your friends and say, hey, I'm thinking of you. How can I pray for you today? And sometimes they may not respond, you know, mm. and other times you'll get a litany of things that they want you to pray for. And it's yeah. just to be available. And I thought that was so, yeah. so beautiful. So mm. watch out, girls. You might get a ping at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Great. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say um, thank you for your friendships. You, the three of you mean the world to me and I love each and every one of you differently but with my whole heart. Equally. Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I love you too. Absolutely. Oh, how, how lovely. And I know that I don't have to do life alone and mm. we never were meant to do it alone and I know that I don't have to because I've got you. And, and my yeah. husband. And my children. Yeah. <laughs> as long as as I'm in your Dunbar number 150. Okay. <laughs> you might be 151. I might have to knock you off. I'm family, babe. <laughs> I'm going to look into this Dunbar business. It'll be it's a sh- good podcast. It'll be in the show business. <laughs> <laughs> Which just does really well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is it? Oh, uh, girls. You've got to tell us something that brought you joy this week. I hope I hope you've had a think. I didn't send you that message. Wow. Yeah, easy. I can go first. Go for it, Joe. Um, something that brought me joy this week was driving home with my three girls this afternoon from school and there was the most beautiful rainbow all the way across the sky and we just had a big detailed chat about rainbows, colours, pots of gold and magic and um, and I thought these days are passing so quickly but yeah. it was lovely that's lovely beautiful yeah it is lovely what about you Doug anything brought you joy this week um yes um oh. and I'll share it with you after Livy has shared hers <laughs> well mine mine would be um I sent a, a friend of mine in, in Brisbane um, talking about friendships that, you know, you don't work on every single week because of the distance. But this girl um, opened a heart to me when I lived up there for five years and it's her birthday this Saturday. So I sent her this beautiful book by Meredith Gaston. Now, she's an artist I've been following for a long time. She did live in the Blue Mountains near you girls, but now she's in Melbourne. But she's just written a book on kindness mm-hmm. and, and illustrated it. And it is absolutely beautiful. And I sent it to Nicole because she is, she has such a kind heart, this girl, and just gives and gives and gives. Mm-hmm. But the main message in this book was be kind to yourself first, yeah. you know, and, you know, that whole thing about yeah, self-care. Self-care. But it's <laughs> That's another podcast book. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but it's so important. Yeah. So look yeah. her up. She's a great artist. Very, it's very naive and whimsical art, but it's beautiful. Oh. Meredith Gaston, kindness. Well, well, Mark, that'll go in the show notes. You'll have to text me that. 
Um, yes. What I'll about tell you, you what brought me joy was my four-year-old son who has struggled with going to the beach. Like he cannot stand the ocean. It scares the living daylights out of him. And we did a podcast, I think, months and months ago on speaking truths to your children. Mm. And I've tried and tried and been telling Harry that he's brave and he's, you know, because he ha- he won't even go down to the ocean. He sits at the back of the beach with his back to the water. Mm. Oh, it's, it is little, awful. Little man. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> anyway, on Sunday he walked down to the edge of the water and put his toes in and he turned around and he said mm. to me, Mum, look at me, I'm being brave. Oh, and I thought, oh, my gosh, it, oh, it works. <laughs> it works. Oh, how beautiful. It was beautiful. Boy. Bug, how I've about got you? My, I've got my thing. You know what? It's a little thing, but um, can I have two things? Yes, you're allowed. Okay, thank you. My two things are um, one, seeing my two-year-old tear like a hurricane through the nursing home that my mother-in-law lives in it just I just giggle from the moment we get there to the moment we leave he's so funny today I had to um go down to the car where I thought there were nappies but there weren't so I had to bolt to a chemist excellent yep but um but I bet you he got there before you (laughs) Well, yeah, he's very fast. As we're leaving, he's got this huge sagging nappy coming through his shorts and he needs to poke his head into every room between duties and the exit saying, I'll be back soon, ladies. I'll be back soon, ladies. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) He could have borrowed one of their nappy sets. (laughs) He's like a hurricane. He's adorable. And they they just adore him. And they have obviously short-term memory issues because he reintroduces himself every week and every week they love him. (laughs) That's one thing. And the second thing is... My veggie patch. Oh, just saying. Yeah, I haven't been known awesome. for my green thumb, but at the moment it is Abundant. a beautiful harvest, wow. and I'm. Oh, it is just. It's the greatest gift just to stand there for half an hour in the morning and just. <laughs> I spot lady beetles. <laughs> I spot lady beetles, and I can't. I, I squish caterpillars. It's oh. very satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> With your bare hands. But you know what? It is. It is. That's I think why you got green thumb. <laughs> <laughs> It brings me so much joy. Oh, that's gorgeous. Oh. Well, thank you, ladies. I'm going to have to wrap it up there because. Can I just ask one more question? Go for it. Mm. Um, my bunny rabbit needs its nails cut. <laughs> <laughs> you You'll have, have to book me in. I'm very busy. I've got a lot of nail cutting appointments. <laughs> She's on her way. That's right. Are you reliable, Joanna? Service, service and reliability. <laughs> we'll talk off air, Liv. We'll talk off air. Tell her you'll pray for her. I'll pray for you, Joe. <laughs> 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 All right. Bye, girls. Bye-bye. Bye bye.